Welcome back. I'm Ben. And I'm Carrie Nikolai. And we are with Coldwell Banker Seward Realtors here in Wisconsin Rapids. That is correct. Welcome to your Hour two. weekly real estate show. Hour two. Sure. 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 The second hour. Um, we are in January of 2022. First part of January. How many times have you still forgotten it's 2221? Um, haven't had to write the date so far. Oh. And we're just a few, I know we're only like five days in. Right. But um, most of my dates I always auto-populate, so I don't have to worry about writing anything. Just wait until you uh, start writing checks for your, your bills, like your water bill and your power and stuff like that. I know those just came in the mail, so mm-hmm. yeah. The opportunity is going to be there on Friday. Oh, so exciting. I know. Okay, so new year. New year. What new things do we have going on? Oh my goodness, we have a lot of fun, exciting things going on for 2022. So 2021, we finished off extremely strong. We had a lot of great families that we worked with, and we're very appreciated of those families that we worked with. And so we're now looking forward to new opportunities that are coming down our way. We're five days in, and we're starting to work with some new investors in the area. So Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be a very exciting part of our real estate career here is working with some investors as far as setting up some rental units or a possibility of some new developmented um, developments, development developments. So yeah, we've got a lot of great, exciting things that are kind of coming down already this early into January. The thing with, Investing in real estate is that people just, I mean, they're, they're not making any more dirt. No. They're really not. And it's always a solid investment. And especially if you do it right and have it in, in the rental system, um, rents are going up across the country as well. Everything's increasing in price. It just is the way it is. And traditionally, it always is the way it is as well. Mm-hmm. Um, hardly ever do you see rent, rental pricing going down. Right. Um, so understanding that if you're purchasing a house for a certain mortgage rate, okay, uh, on this rental property, those mortgage rates aren't going to increase unless you refinance or do something strange with the property. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of locked in usually with a, a standard sort of mortgage and understanding that rental rates will increase. You've not only just created this equity growth by just plain owning the piece of property, but now you're actually able to increase the rent every couple of years and make that return on your equity investment happen even faster. Right. Um, a lot of uh, rental investments uh, return, uh, your, your cap rate return, we're talking, um, goes about 8%. So if you're making 7, 8%, 9%, 10%, depending on just what the numbers flow out to, you know, com- compare that to your, your stock market investing. Right. You know. I mean, it's. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to work with with these investors. I think working with the developer is going to be also a, a great opportunity just to kind of bring some new homes in the area, some new subdivisions. So it's they're early on, so mm-hmm. I have to keep everyone a little bit posted on on that as far as how they how they're coming along. Well, I mean, even in the grand scheme of things, if a purchase happens today through the process of everything else, you know, get, getting zoning approvals and paperwork and construction and all that jazz, it's going to be well over a year, you know, probably almost 24 to 30 months before someone actually is moving into the property. Right. Yeah. So it's very exciting. It is. And it's, it's always the investment in the future with the real estate thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the man who understands he's planting a seed to a tree that he won't be seeing it grow. Yeah. So the other thing that, you know, we're a few more things that we're looking forward to is you had mentioned at the end of the hour, we've got the uh, My Nakusa 
Right. So, yes. Yeah, we got some... a new hashtag this year. So we're kind of expanding into the Nakusa market. Well, we've always been there. We've, we've been we're there. We're just dedicating our presence there a little bit more this year. Yeah. Your hometown. My hometown. So I know that we are going to be helping out with the bunny run again that the chamber puts on. Now, I always get the name wrong. I always like to call it the hippity hoppity Nakusa Easter bunny run. And I know that it's not the name, but we're going to be down there at Riverside Park helping out with the, the bunny run again. We've got some exciting things that are planned for that that afternoon or that morning. Excellent. And I'm pretty sure we're going to have the mobile office out there. The mobile office is going to come out. Uh, we're looking at getting some new decals mm-hmm. put on the, the office. That'd be fun. I know. So, yeah, Nakusa. Um, so if y'all go over and type in your computer, mynakusa.com, that'll send you over and you can see a list of, you know, homes and um, your biography and our blog and the uh, podcast and whatnot. So that'll take you right over to our, our website and you can enjoy all those festive things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're going to be continuing with uh, the podcast. So again, we're going to be having, you know, businesses throughout the area. So again, we're going to be inviting some people, some businesses from Nakusa too, just to kind of give that, that nice little highlight. We're also not going to forget about Port Edwards too, because we've got a little, we've got a nice little friendship with Port Edwards going. So. We're going to get some, some definitely some new guests yep. this year. Yep. And, then, and of course, still some in Wisconsin Rapids just because there's so many people that are here. Right. As far as um, merchants, you know, uh, looking at other vendors who are definitely focused on the home building, you know, home construction, and that, you know, focused on homes specifically uh, plumbers, electrician, you know, those types of vendors as well. Mm-hmm. So and I know we've, we've had some local government people on, on the show and that was really cool because they're people who are usually in government because they're passionate about their community. Mm-hmm. I mean, May is always law enforcement month, if I remember right. I believe so. Yes. It's so, also motorcycle safety month. That is very true. Um, so, you know, getting some more of our local police and fire department in and having a little chat with them about what they've been up to and seeing how it'd probably be year two of them coming on. So get a little bit of an update with them. And we haven't had much change with our local police department administration. No, we have not. Which is good to see. Right. Yeah, well, you were going to say something. Well, I was going to bring up the whole entire New Year's resolution. I'm not sure if we're we're done with fun things to come. I mean, there's going to be lots of fun things to come. There's going to be a lot of fun things to come. It's only five days into January, uh-huh. but it kind of brings up the New Year's resolutions. So do you make New Year's resolutions? You know, that's that's a very good question. You know, so if you're listening to the show, do do you make New Year's res- resolutions? And if you do, you know, what are they? We're just in the beginning of the new year. Have you kept them? You know, good things gonna, to think about. Now, me personally, I don't. I was going to say neither do I. It, but we do a lot of business, kind of more of a business planning of, you know, what we want to accomplish in the next two months. You know, we're always looking ahead two months. So that way, mm-hmm. you know, we can achieve some of those goals. But I don't think personally we've done a whole lot of New Year's resolutions. We've got goals. It's a lot of, again, reflecting on what do we want to keep going, mm-hmm. um, making plans of into the next season, because a lot of our stuff is seasonal, se- season-driven. We can't do lawn and garden stuff when it's January. Very we, true. we could have in December. It was pretty, pretty nice. It was. Pretty nice days. But now that the snow is coming down, um, we started tearing apart the bathroom. Our main bathroom has finally started. That remodel project has started. And we're going to kind of take our time taking apart the tile that's in the bathroom. It was a, uh, probably again, late 60s, early 70s, um, plastic tile. Now, I'm not sure if there was something there before because we had the same tile in our 1953. No, this one, it is real tile. Oh, it, it is like a porcelain, a ceramic? It is a porcelain ceramic tile. Okay. It is just... When we did our bathroom, you know, we had the mud that was, you know, we 
kept it probably like a quarter or an eighth of an inch thick. When we installed when our... When we installed ours. Right. Because that's that's normal for now. Right. But back then, I want to say they just took like Elmer's glue and glued it. Sure. I'm not exactly sure what kind of glue this is, but it's super thin. Mm-hmm. And these tiles are, they're popping off pretty co- pretty easily. Some of them are kind of, I don't want to say shattering, but that's a good description of what's going on with them. So we're really careful making sure the fox isn't in or near because that way she doesn't get any of the little tiny shards in her fur and I don't want to see her hurt. Right. And we're also making sure that us as humans don't get hurt. We are making sure that we're using all the proper safety equipment. Good. Because broken tile does cut skin and does go through several layers of clothing. Yes, it does. It does. Mm-hmm. So be careful with your home improvement projects. Yes. But again, you know, more projects for the new year, mm-hmm. for sure. That'll be interesting as we as we move along. And it's something that, you know, we, we went into the house knowing that these projects were um, kind of expected. They weren't necessary for, you know, living in the place. But eventually those upgrades are, you know, there's a plan. There's a plan. And we're kind of taking action now because... You know, as it's snowing outside today, can't do a whole lot of gardening like you just said. We can't mow the lawn. So while we're waiting for the snow to accumulate, might as well get something done. So taking apart the bathtub is going to be their step one. Any other projects you have in mind for the new year? Well, that one's going to be like our major one is to try to get through that one through March. I'm thinking in March is when we're going to install the actual new tubs around. Okay. So my goal is to get it prepped and ready to go in three months. Should be doable. Right. Again, slow, slow and steady. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, you know, where a lot of the listeners are and and they're thinking to themselves, how can I do this and still work the full-time job and have the kids and all everything else. But this is really nice is we have two bathrooms in our home. Right. So we do have another bathroom with a shower. So that way we can take apart one while we all can use the other one. So if this was like at our old house where it's only one bathroom, this would have to be like a weekend project of we start it Friday afternoon after work and just kind of plow through the whole entire weekend and get it up and running by Sunday night. And even in that, you could do multiple stages, understanding, you know, the process of things. And if you had the shower completed in the two or three days, well, if that's the only shower, then, yeah, you know, you could probably get away with, you know, just a washcloth bath for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, once it starts getting into a week or two, people get cranky. Yes. But having no hand-washing sink right there, you know, brushing your teeth at the kitchen sink, maybe it's not the end of the world. Right. And we can't really fire up the camper because it's a little too cold. So, you know, we're making some adjustments here of what we're going to be doing with this bathroom, but slow and kind of steady is how we're kind of looking at this just so that we, one, we want to take, make sure we take care of our clients while we're doing this as well. So Mm -hmm. we're making sure that we have room time for you guys and then also time for us to get the bathroom repaired or fixed. Remodeled. Remodeled. Because it really, really wasn't broken. No. No. So, and it's going to be a lot of good content for us just going through the year as well. Mm-hmm. So excited for that. Right. Hey, what else? Well, kind of with the bathroom is also then going to be the new laundry room. So probably I'm hoping by December. We could get the new laundry room going. Okay. Um, it might actually be sooner than that. I noticed the other day when doing laundry that the dryer was making some weird noises. Oh, lovely. Which is what prompted to taking apart the bathroom. So. Because again, it's the order of things. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, our, our laundry is currently in the basement. It would be a somewhat of a pain to move appliances down the stairs to hook them up, to then move them them back up the stairs. Mm -hmm. 
uh, could be done. And it's not that bad. No, I it's mean, not. The, it, the, the stairs at the top of the stairs is going to be where the new laundry room is anyway. Right. So it's just a matter of what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. So yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun projects are kind of coming down the way as far as timing wise. You know, some things are moving things along due to other reasons. So. I, I think that's a, a good coaching tip for people listening, doing their DIY projects is understanding the scope of work and how the steps go in order, what needs to be done first so that you maybe don't bite off too much at once mm-hmm. or, you, you know, really get one project done before you start another one. Uh, biggest tip. Yeah. Start, that is the biggest tip get, is get one done before you start the next. Right. And kind of do it a little bit slow. I mean, we've, we've had buyers who, you know, they bought the house. There was a few things that they wanted to do, like two. And next thing you know, we're getting phone calls because the carpet's gone. The trim is gone. Doors are gone. You know, we're just, we just gutted everything. Yeah. That was within the first 48 hours. Yes. You know, it was very exciting. I mean, once you get that hammer and that crowbar in your hand, I mean, it's like a lot of power that you have. And if someone's not there to help wrangle you in, it's like, what else can I take apart now? Right. There's this juxtaposition as well with if you do go through, say, you've got a house with a lot of carpeting in it and it's time for that carpet to come out. And so you just run into it and tear out all the carpeting at once and maybe aren't ready emotionally to go through the next processes of putting down flooring or refinishing that flooring. You know, and then it, it, you knew you had to get the carpet out and it's now okay as far as, you know, how it smells in the house and feels and it is more clean, but you just haven't taken the next five steps of doing the refinishing of the floors mm-hmm. and such like that. So there's, there's a little bit of balance, a little bit of balance there. You know, sometimes you just do just have to run in and get the crowbar and hammer and knives out and do some demolition. Demolition is fun. It's like uh, my favorite part. Great. So people who are interested in the area, should we move move on to the market? Oh, sure. All right. So if we're looking at the market, um, so as of today, January 5th, about 9, 6.40 in the evening, um, we're looking at active homes that we could go take a look at and write an offer on. We're looking at 25 homes. In the Wisconsin Rapids area. In the Wisconsin Rapids area. Okay. Which is not really too bad. I can tell you four of those homes. Four of those homes. Are in Nakusa. Are in the city of Nakusa, rather. Yes, I'm positive because I have it pulled up right here. Okay, very good. I was going to say, I have two listings in Nakusa. Where are we coming up with the other four or the other two? Because one of those listings has an accepted offer on it. Uh, that's right. Hmm? So yeah. congratulations to that seller. We're working through an accepted offer. Mm-hmm. But we do have one in Nakusa that's, um, we've got it at 72.5. Right, Garrison Avenue. Mm-hmm. So we're just, today we're just finishing up the open house that we're going to be having on the weekend. And be looking out for those open houses because we're going to be doing one every other weekend in January. We understand that January, it's usually pretty cold. We got the snow. So we're looking at doing an open house every other weekend. So if you're looking at four open houses and want to come to one of ours and kind of chat with us, um, be looking out for that. We'll be doing it every other weekend. So we're starting this this weekend or finishing up one on Saturday. So in two weeks, we'll be doing another one. So we'll have one on the 8th and one on the 22nd. Very good. Hmm. Okay, so what do you see? How, how many homes in the Rapids area? Okay, so if we're looking at under a hundred thousand, we're looking at eleven homes, which is a good handful. And three of those are in the city of Nakusa. Correct. Eleven is still phenomenal for that, mm-hmm. you know, beginning price. The the more economical price, I guess you could say. These are great starter homes, or again, like we had talked about, investment properties. These are really good opportunities to get something. And if you want to try out that rental market of, well, maybe I want to be a landlord, 
we definitely can get you hooked up and we can talk to you about rents and how to kind of go about doing rentals. Right. And if you're thinking that's very overwhelming and how am I going to find renters and vet renters and collect payments and whatnot, we have solutions for that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, We're delving into property management. So. Yeah, so a new new opportunity for this year. Okay, what else do we see? What's in our next price bracket? Well, in our next price bracket, we're looking at the one about one seventeen, and then it goes all the way up to about one forty nine, one fifty, somewhere in there. And we only have just a very handful. I want to say there's three homes in that price range. So in that next bracket, we got three. See, and that's our most popular price range mm-hmm. because. It's it's really the value added price range, I think, where you get a lot of house at a good quality of a house. Most of the people who are in a house that's listed at that price range have gone through and done some updates along the way. You know, mm-hmm. they've they've kept up with these old trend updates and um instead of, you know, just fixing the leaky faucet, they'll replace it for something new and modern, you know, for right. instance. Yeah, that's very popular price range. Yeah, in our next bracket, so if we're looking at under 200, so we're looking between that 150 and under 200, we have two. Just two. Two cute little homes to go take a look at. And one of those. One of those. Is in the city of Nakusa. Yes, it is. There happens to be another one available down in, um, it's actually listed as the Rome Market. But mm-hmm. I believe it's in the Nakusa area as well. So right. Sometimes the the entry into the MLS doesn't correlate with some of our searches, so we search in a couple different ways to get the maximum amount of offerings and not miss things. Right. Okay. So over two hundred. Okay. So over two hundred. So if we just did two hundred to under three hundred, just so that hundred thousand dollar bracket there, we've got five homes. So again, we're not, these are going to be. We've got a little bit of a acreage brought on, brought with these these homes as well, and then over that three hundred thousand dollar mark, we got another four homes. So again, more more acreage, or we have waterfront. Right now, if we expand our area a little bit and look at the Nakusa slash Rome market, because again, if we're talking about Nakusa area. The, um, the the zip code does cover into the uh, the lakes area down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's going to look completely different too. And but there are, are options that are available down. Um, there's even one on County Road Z, mm-hmm. which isn't really far away from the the city itself. Uh, there are options that are uh, between two hundred and three hundred. We got four of them. Uh, between 300 and 500, there are another three, and there's one that's um, let's see, asking right now for 850. Yeah. So that one's that one's quite interesting. Um, let's see here. So if you're looking for acreage or number of bedrooms, and a lot of the the market that's in the Rome area is looking for space. And location. So closer, like you said, to water or to the Gulf amenities. Mm-hmm. Um, some people use them for second homes. Some put them into a short-term rental situation as well. Um, if you're curious about the short-term rental market, let us know. We can talk to you about that. Um, if you've got a home down in that lakes area or even, you know, closer to Nakusa or uh, Saratoga, we can We have options to get you into a short-term rental program and, again, use that as an investment piece. Right. All right. So that's that's kind of exciting to to see. And, you know, the Nakusa market is definitely definitely a good, strong market. And we do have some some opportunities in there. All righty. I'm good with the market stuff. Unless you found something else you'd like to uh, chat about. Not really. No, okay. the beginning of the year is really exciting. We don't have final numbers from across the state yet. That's going to take a, another week or two to really tally up mm-hmm. um, because the uh, 
Wisconsin Realtors Association gets those numbers from the individual counties. And those counties have to go through, especially here at the end of the year, they've got a lot more bookkeeping to do. Mm-hmm. So by the end of January, we should have 2021 numbers sorted out. Uh, it's going to be another record year as, you know, not, not as exceptional, exceptional in the growth part as previous years, which is good. Yeah. You know, we're, we're seeing a lot of this leveling off trend going on and we've been talking about that for a couple months already well we've even noticed it within the first couple months first couple days here of the new year um we were january 2nd 3rd you know earlier in the week we were only looking at maybe two two three homes or two three properties come on the market and today's already wednesday and we've got 20 so seeing that we always talk about that little bit of a breath between thanksgiving and christmas we always see a little bit of that slowdown, but then as soon as the new year hits, everybody's like, yep, we need to find, we need to go find that piece of vacant land. We definitely want to go start building our dream home because family's growing, they're extending, and I really think that building our dream home is going to be the best option for our family so that way we can have really special Christmases and great family gatherings, or they're looking at it as, you know what? Our house is really too small. We really want to have the following things happen here. And now we need to upgrade. Vacant land is going to be, again, a huge trend here in 2022. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the properties that came online, came into the MLS over the last couple of days have been the, the vacant land, the you know ability to buy an acre or pretty close to it. And it's, you know, a developable piece of land as far as it looks, mm -hmm. uh, in, initially at least. Right. So if you're curious about getting vacant land to purchase, give us a call. We can walk you through that as well. Yeah. A lot of nuances with vacant land. We might even do like an episode where we just talk about vacant, vacant land. land. Yeah, because there's a, if you haven't bought a piece of vacant land and, you know, you're going to, we're going to be asking a lot of questions as far as, you know, the use. You know, how are you going to use it? And a lot of people just answer, we're going to put a house on it. But, you know, as far as, you know, well, what kind of a house? Are you going to go with a two-story? Are you going to go with this? Because we've got to be able to look at some of our covenants and restrictions for those areas where maybe having a three-story home is not really going to happen. Or if you're looking at building a pond on your new acreage, you know, what, there's certain things that, that can and cannot happen when just, I want to go buy a piece of land. And then we've got, you know, DNR portions of it. Is it in wetlands? Is it in managed forest? <clears throat> you know, how is the land currently used to what its highest, best use could be? Do you want to go hunting on it? And if you do, are you going to rifle? Are you going to just bow hunt? You know, we're going to ask a bunch of questions and it's going to help understand where to look for the lot for you. You know, if you were just looking at putting up a camper, some areas are not going to allow that. So definitely we could spend, we could spend an hour talking about vacant land. Of course. I wonder if we have a resident expert who's been in the real estate business for many, 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 many years, like before I've been alive. Ooh, Ooh. I bet you we could get a guest on. Bring in the broker. Bring in the broker and right. talk about vacant land. So there's a lot of good stuff that we've got lined up for 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, so last year we talked a little bit about hobbies and I'm an amateur radio hobbyist and it was really interesting listening to the worldwide communication on New Year's. There was actually a, a, a group over in uh, Europe. They were, they were bouncing back between a couple operators that were taking calls and people would just check in from wherever they were. And those, uh, those operators that were taking the calls a lot of them were from scotland and ireland and it was just it's phenomenal just listening to people's voices mm -hmm. you know and, and did santa check in to make sure to no, no. to let everybody know that he made it back to the north pole no he's still on vacation he's still on vacation mm -hmm. okay yeah he's probably going to hawaii you know making that trip and might meet our broker over there along the way <coughs> it was just really you know, how 
I, I was taken aback by the, the Scottish couple. Okay. And they were very articulate. And it's like, it was lovely to see you. And we hope for your best year in 2022. You know, it was just, oh my gosh, it just so heartwarming. It was great. So, yeah, it's going to be a good year. Yeah. So we got a couple minutes. Do you want to talk about design trends to watch out for? Oh, yes. So what should we be watching out for twenty okay. for 2022? Well, the styled, staged, and sold blog from the National Association of Realtors. Mm-hmm. Okay. Melissa Dittman Tracy has put together eight home design or building trends to watch out for. Okay. Uh, let's see. The first one is patterned hardwoods. Ooh. The article article says old world craftsmanship, including two toned inlays, patterns, or even different tones of wood, is growing in popularity. Expect to see lighter hardwood flooring whether covering an entire room or just part of a room. The photo that they have is a a fairly modern uh, design, and they're showing the entryway foyer with the double entry doors. Okay. Um, The flooring is a beautiful, light wood floor. It almost looks like a a pine, but not that yellow. So just a nice, natural tone wood floor. But they've inlaid... Um, diamond pattern in front of the entry door. Ooh, pretty. So normally people would put a rug there, but they've got this dark inlaid, almost like a a dark mahogany, Mm -hmm. which contrasts beautifully with the light wood that's throughout the rest of the, the floor. And it also really brings out the wrought iron accents that are right next to it with the staircase. So the light and dark, you know, and they've put it on an angle. So it really pops in design. I've seen this done one other place. It was the the family, they did it. They were into stained glass windows. Mm -hmm. And so what they did is they brought the stained glass window. So when the sun hit a certain angle, it would shine through. And they did their floral, the flooring tile in the same exact pattern. For the flooring. Oh, that's neat. So when this when it shone in on their floor was the mirror image of their stained glass window. But oh, during wow. the daytime, it was all white and it just looked like it was all broken up and it was like put together really odd. But it only happened that during that, you know, maybe 45 minutes during the day where the sun shone through and you had the flooring tile was actually the mirror image of the stained glass window. It was really cool. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's now almost like the, the floor came alive a little right. bit in this, this big mosaic. Right. Yeah, you could watch it as it comes in because the pattern would float across the floor and then line up just perfectly, and then it would go away. I mean, it was just the coolest thing in the world. I love when people do that type, type of stuff as far as like putting – these really creative artistic elements in their house that, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's not a huge standout piece, but it's, it's a little touch of something that's just really, really cool. Right. And I think eventually what they did is for at nighttime, just to get a little bit more um, exposure with us is they did a, a, a light. They shown like a spotlight through the, the window. So that way they could have it again at night. So, I mean, it was really neat. I could see having something you know, a light mounted on the bottom of the eave, mm-hmm. the, the house eave, um, outside to shine through a little bit. Yeah, that'd be neat. Yeah, it was the coolest thing. Okay. Um, so the next one is colorful kitchens. Homeowners are tiring of the all-white kitchen encounters, designers say. They want to add some spice. Expect to see more wood cabinets or cabinet doors painted in warm or neutral hues, as well as countertops featuring alternative materials. For example, more kitchens may feature mixed materials, such as granite countertops, paired with a hardwood island. So I think the butcher block Mm -hmm. countertop is coming back. Excellent. Or or some some form of it. it. Um, Instead of just 
like the square end grain butcher black. It would be more like just, you know, linear strips. Mm-hmm. Um, and and really, we've we've been seeing this trend in like more of the modern, like the ultra modern kitchens where they'll have a mix of countertop materials. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the um, you know, maybe one is just a, a solid surface white that's a man-made material and the next would be granite for you know a, a different aesthetic and maybe just a section will be marble because that's where they do their sugar, sugar work, work. Mm-hmm. the next one is black accents oh by the way so the kitchen in the the more neutral again we're bringing back mm-hmm. kind of the tan tones that's good because i know a couple people who are looking at repainting their kitchen or refinishing it somehow so they, they might be reconsidering instead of just doing like a, a white or black, black or like a dark blue. But see the thing with paint. You can paint it, you can try it out, and then you can redo it again. Right. But if you strip the finish off and restain it, it's taking far more work to get down to bare wood again Very after the stain. Yeah. You know, that, that might be another option is doing a light stain and just keeping the wood finish natural. Mm-hmm. Um, That'd probably work better on a solid cabinetry, like solid oak doors, instead of just the '70s plywood. plywood doors. So, things to keep in mind, I guess. All right. Uh, yeah. So number three is black accents. Interior and exterior black window frames, black lacquered entryway doors, and black appliances both shiny and matte, are expected to grow in popularity here in 22. Which is interesting. Interesting. Um, I know a lot, of, a lot of windows that we see in the, uh, the remodeling world, you know, they're just white, white vinyl. Mm-hmm. So moving into a black might be interesting. Um, I think a lot of these um, are going to take effect where <clears throat> they've designed the style of the house to again have that clean white aesthetic, but they're looking at remodeling and upgrading the windows. So now using this as that black contrast against the white aesthetic that they've already created, so that they don't have to go back and restyle the entire house. Right. Um, a lot of this, I think, could fit in with the uh, like the farmhouse styles as well. Mm-hmm. So this will be interesting to see. It'll be interesting. Number four is biophilic design. Yeah, I know. I said that right. Biophilic design. Okay, hoping we get a, de- a definition here soon. Nature is moving inside. Homeowners are embracing the biophilic design principles, which include more organic materials throughout interiors, maximizing sunlight, fresh air, plants, and other natural elements within the home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So again, with technology increasing, um, we can restructure a lot of our window frames to be thinner, mm-hmm. you know, letting more of the nature being uninhibited by our trim and, you know, the, the casement of the windows and things like that. Okay. Uh, think of like the try and quad fold patio doors where they just open all the way up and now you've got eight, 10 feet of open space from your, you know, living space onto your outdoor living space. Excellent. Okay. Um, we talked about, uh, in the basement, putting in more of like outdoorsy furniture. So mm-hmm. like going with reed and wicker, you know, let's bring nature in. Yeah. So that should also be interesting. Okay, I was thinking more more plants, you know, kind of getting sure. some more trees, you know, indoor trees, that sort of thing. I know right now I was trying to do that with the fox. She's We just recently brought in four new plants, and she's having fun trying to knock over four new plants. Of course. Also fun that, you know, that happened right after the Christmas tree season. Mm-hmm. <coughs> she's very good with her... With the shorter trees, she doesn't like to climb the shorter trees. It was our very tall trees that she liked to climb. So the shorter trees is 
spend the ticket to keep her out of a tree. <laughs> well, see, the big tree, they've got just more space between the branches, you know, so it's like your your little Christmas fort. Yeah. You know, inside the tree looking out at everybody. Oh, goodness. Oh, pets during the, during the holidays. Yes, but really bringing the natural elements from outside indoors yeah. again, I think we're going to have to see a lot more like wood beams or faux wood beams mm-hmm. as a design that that's just me speculating, but you know, these, these things, um, flooring is probably going to be another big one. So a lot of, uh, slate looking flooring, you know, kind of that they're rough textured, the chipped slate, whatnot. Let's see what's number five is maximalism. Oh goodness. It It says here, while inventory of new furniture wanes and gets harder to find, demand for high quality and kitschy antiques may be in demand. Designers are saying while people are traveling less, they have more expendable income, so creative expressions of personality infuse interior design. Furnishings, rugs, art, and paint reflect past travel destinations or future dream locations that might bring this idea into the home. I can see that. Okay, what parts can you see? How does it manifest for you? Okay, for me, um, I've always enjoyed doing pictures of places that we've been. Mm-hmm. So our trip to Alaska, we took a couple of really great scenic photos and getting those blown up and putting those on the wall. Versus trying to find something that looks kind of cool and just putting that up. I mean, that way people come over, you can kind of like, oh, yeah, we went to Alaska and this is what it looked like. Or, you know, at the top of Winter Park overlooking Colorado. This is our scenic overlook that we have. So that's what I kind of take out of that one. And I think it's going to be certainly revolving around furniture, furnishings as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, there's always been the, you know, Italian, you go over to Morocco or something like that and bring home the Moroccan tile, or you want that aesthetic now in your, right. you know, the Venetian, all that stuff. Um, but I think it might go even down to like we went to Alaska or you say Colorado and there's a style of furniture that you really love sitting on in the one place that really brought you nice, warm hugs, you vibes. Mm-hmm. And so now you come back home and you find this something at a garage sale that reminds you a little bit of it. Right. And you go and you decor it, paint it, or, you know, add a extra bit of wood here or there to remind you of that warm, fuzzy feeling you had in that place that you were at. So we're going to take the cabin feel and bring it to the city. You know, that is a whole aesthetic. Mm-hmm. But it might just be narrowed down to that one chair, you know, that, that just... You sit in the chair and you're like, takes me right back to the snowfall in front of the, the, the mountain peaks or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this is also related to um, people are focusing less on the house as you have to have this multi-million dollar house to be successful. It's the experiences that you have. You know, mm-hmm. so instead you're spending $120,000 on a chair, a, a, a van to go and see these places and then bring those experiences back home in your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So number six, uh, curvier building elements. Okay, this kind of goes back to the, the natural trend that mm-hmm. I think we're going to see in 22. Okay. So, you know, putting these the straight line syndrome sort of cookie cutter houses, you know, we're, we're going to take that away and. Uh, we're going to bring back I, the castle. We're, we're going to bring we back the, some of those elements. Where we got the, the spear mm-hmm. or the spire. Um, everything old is new again. Mm-hmm. Right. So we saw the trend in like the fifties of having a lot of archways between spaces in your home. I think that's going to manifest itself again. Excellent. Uh, and, and really some of these little architectural details, if you have just one or two in the right spot, I think it really elevates the whole design of a place. Like, like, like we were talking about with the stained glass and the floors. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was just a little thing, but it 
just made the house feel so much more purposeful. It's like someone actually put purpose in designing the place. Right. Seven. Uh, looks like metal roofs. Okay. Metal roofs are known for being eco-friendly and long-lasting. They're also becoming stylish. You know, it's not just the, you have the exposed screws in the wavy metal roof panels anymore. Okay. I mean, standing seam metal roofs are phenomenal, and they're going to outlast you. Right. So, um, snow load is kind of a thing to keep in mind, of course. You know, how much snow is going to slide off that roof all at once? And, and it's it kind of go? fun to watch the snow fall off. I mean, you go, you go to Culver's, and you're waiting in line and just watching the snow kind of fall off their metal roof. <laughs> I mean, it's very relaxing and kind of going, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yep. Um, the, the lifespan of a roof is easily three times more of an asphalt shingle roof, mm -hmm. uh, colors. Oh my gosh. You can get these things coated in whatever color. Um, and I was researching this a little bit because we're going to need a new roof over in the Grand Rapids home sometime in the next couple of years. Right. So do you get the metal roof? Because physically the, the material is going to last very, very long. They're saying that it's the coating and the color that's going to fade sooner. Very much. So you're probably only still going to get 50 or 60 years out of the coating that's on there. But the structure of the roof is going to last indefinitely until it just gets, you know, so worn through. Right. So things to keep in keep mind, mind when we were thinking about that. Okay. Um, also, uh, light pebble hail and heavy rainstorms. How is that going to sound? Oh, my gosh. That would be like. I think camper, yeah, like right away. Uh -huh. I mean, we look at some of the homes that we've been in during rainstorms that have skylights. And if you're not used to that sound of rain hitting a skylight, you're walking around the house going, okay, where's the water dripping? Right. Where is the water dripping? So number eight here is our favorite outdoor luxury. Ooh. Homeowners are sprucing up their outdoor spaces and making them an extension of their home. They're adding outdoor living rooms, even with televisions and fireplaces, as well as, you know, high-end pools. Okay, so, we're not putting in a pool. Well, how about a hot tub? Hot tub, I can see. See? So it's our version. Okay. Um, and I think a lot of this is a continued trend from, you know, maybe we don't have a destination holiday, you know, instead do of taking the kids on vacation, we do more of a, yeah, staycation. So I, I think that that really is one of the things that have, has come about in the last three years mm -hmm. specifically is we're going to spend our money differently than how we used to and still have a lot of enjoyment. What's really cool is if you make your house and your home space more of that vacation you feel, then you can use it more often too. Yes. So you can have a continued vacation vibe. Um, who knows? Maybe, maybe that'll help with... Resale. Well, with resale, sure. Uh, also, you know, mental stability of going to a job and dealing with everything that's come about from the last couple of years mm -hmm. is that now you can take even just your weekend and those two days that you have to yourself, now you're staycationing just right away and you don't have to plan everything and, and all that jazz. Yeah. I'm excited for this new year. So am I. So we got a couple minutes left. You know, right. it's the other things that I'm really kind of um, looking forward to setting up in the new year is, is a, a good web experience. So on the internet, how we connect with our customers and clients and really get people excited about the area. So we're going to be developing some um, online resources. Excellent. Um, especially since we want to focus on the Nakusa area. Like we said, we, we've had MyRapids.com. It really helps with um, all of the Wisconsin Rapids area um, information and certainly housing you know, listings in our area. And you can go to MyRapids.com and look up your biography and um, our blogs and all those types of things. I've got some pages there for really cool links in the mm -hmm. area as well. Um, if you're looking for information 
in the area or about the area, I've set up MyRapids.info. That's pretty cool. Yeah. We've expanded it to MyNacusa.com. Yes, we have. So I really want to focus on, you know, some of those local areas that people can get excited about and go and visit because it's just 15 minute drive down the road. And I think once the snow goes away, we'll probably do a little bit of videos out there in some of the locations because I know Nakusa's got their own splash pad. Right. And kind of take, do a little video of the splash pad. And I know we can hit up the Rome area for some videos down there. Got Papa Bears. And shortly, a little close by, there's also another splash pad. So, you know, kind of doing some videos throughout the year. And there's going to be a quick trip coming up. Yes, there is. You know, that that's that's huge that pretzels you know they went to retirement and you know they're going to enjoy the next couple of years and it's it that's pretty much like the biggest thing down in the rome area as far as where do you get foodstuffs and mm-hmm. you know everybody goes there for their fuel as well right so um and yeah kind of a tour around your hometown yeah show you some of the, the sites I know I'd love to, you know, go take a look at the high school. We just redid the football field and the track. So it'll be nice to go get a tour of mm-hmm. the football field and the track. Their new sports complex over there. I know you've had a lot of good memories there. Mm-hmm. So kind of going back down memory lane and, you know, seeing how what's new now and going to compare to what you remember from then. <laughs> back in the day. Uh-huh. It's going to be a lot of those stories this year. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I know that uh, where they had the bonfire for the homecoming parade is no longer. because I believe there's a building now in that location. Aww. I know. But that's all right. I mean, times need to change, mm-hmm. and change is good. So it'll be nice to kind of see what they, what they do. So how can people get a hold of you? Well, they can give me a call or send me a text message at 715-323. Two five seven seven. Like I said, you can go on the internet, just type in myrapids.com or mynacusa.com. And uh, again, that takes you right to your landing pages and fill out the form on the side for more dedicated information. So if mm-hmm. someone's looking for a specific, uh, whatever, two bedrooms on five acres, yada, yada, you know, fill out the form that'll get right to you. That's sure. a direct link right to you. And then we can also go to our Facebook page and I'm working on the Instagram. So if you want to keep up with the open houses that are coming up or our new listings, mm-hmm. those will be pretty easy to find there. Yeah. So, yeah. And then you're going to be very active again still with the Chamber of Commerce and out and about in the area. Yep. We will be active with the Rotary along with the Elks Club here in Rapids. Yeah. We've got a lot of great opportunities coming up this year. I'm looking forward to it. Sounds good. Well, I hope everyone has a great Nakusa Day. Or, or it's great still Great Central, Central Wisconsin, Wisconsin Day. Yeah. All right. All right. Have a good day.